0: Hey guys, welcome to Thomas Talk, episode 8. Uh I'm with my regular host, Hunter. Glad to have you back, man.
1: What's going on, man?
0: I definitely missed you.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, uh Nick, he's comedic relief. He's uh he's a good conversation, but uh if we're going to get back to baseball, let's go.
0: Yeah, a lot uh a lot more fun when uh we're just rolling in. Love having Nick. I'm glad he's there for us, glad he helps us out when... Uh,
1: uh, w- uh, us, we're both Neanderthals to the point to where we wouldn't have got two mics uh, connected
0: at the same time if not for him, so... Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And the software issues we were having, we would have never s- <laughs> figured that out in the least if he hadn't uh, told us the ability of Streamlabs, and the fact that we could just upload it from uh, our audio from the Streamlabs into the our anchor
1: yeah so guys uh, we've been saying this but we we actually do have a uh, have several plans for different content coming out not just for that this but uh we plan to lead you into another podcast once we've uh got the hang of this but anyways to start off tonight we just got done watching the uh the Braves versus nats game one. First of all the phillies in game one against their series with the Brewers, I believe they won twelve nothing. The Brewers struck back tonight, and last I heard it was eight nothing. Not sure how that ended yet. I don't but, know uh, the
0: final score, Hunter, but I do know that the uh, Brewers did more than we gained uh, uh, the game. On
1: them. Yeah, yeah, we we gamed the game game in the standings, so they won. I'm just not sure what the final score was, but either way. Uh, Mets, they're continuing to win. They uh, apparently got a little bit of a rush out of their little controversy.
0: And, uh, you know, that's cute. That That's very cute. We'll, it is we'll, cute, but they are going to mess it up as they usually do.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, uh, eventually, though. I mean, uh, you keep buying players. Eventually, you're going to buy the right one.
0: Whether, A.K.A. the Yankees.
1: Uh, the Dodgers, but yeah, uh, but we can't say that about none of these teams because they've all developed their own talent, just like the Braves. Maybe the Phillies and the Mets, they haven't. They've had to go out and uh, buy just to attempt to catch
0: up to us. Well, I mean, the thing is, you look at uh, how we do a rebuild. I mean, was it painful for us to watch it? Oh, absolutely, but and, I wasn't going to just and, abandon the And game it's the first
1: it. time we've been alive to actually witness a rebuild by the Braves, too, so we didn't know
0: what exactly to expect. Well, speak for yourself there, buddy. I was born in 85.
1: Yeah, well, but still, yeah, you. you uh, by the time you could remember, the Braves were winning, and then the, by the time they stopped winning, it was like a a shock to your system the same way it was mine
0: well i mean i guess to look at it from this perspective i think my first uh memories when i was about like three i was watching it with my grandma on the couch and we were cracking beans and putting them in the jars and uh she was such a big fan i mean my yeah. love of the braves comes from her because yeah that, that was something we always did together that
1: well that that's interesting because uh My grandma, who's now passed away, was one of the big components that got me into watching uh, baseball and Tar Heel Heel basketball. It's The only two things she watched, other than soap operas, it was uh, baseball and Tar Heel college basketball. She'd never watched an NBA game in her entire life, I don't believe. But uh, for whatever reason, i you know, was actually surprised jam. by that because you know usually I'm if you're not. a North
0: Carolina basketball fan, there's one name, there's one name synonymous, uh, yeah, and yeah, that is yeah. Michael Jordan. The goat. Oh
1: yes, 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 yes. Well, may, maybe I mean maybe before I was born, she was still following him when uh, he was in North Carolina at North Carolina
0: uh, Chapel well, Hill. Well, I mean, obviously, so. obviously because he was you know 82 national championship team. Dean smith's first uh title they always said the man couldn't win it all right
1: yeah well during that uh, d- yeah during that time she was uh literally and my grandma was an interesting person not only did she follow elvis around for uh uh around five years uh, uh up until he died on the toilet she was following him around and in between that she was winning pu- public speaking awards while also moonlighting as a clown for children's birthdays. So she was an interesting character, but either way she jump started my Braves fandom and i always
0: appreciate that same with my grandmother. And, and what's funny about my grandma is all my uncles can play instruments. My uncle Steve plays drums. My dad is an excellent guitarist and uh, the whole, the whole family's musical, but all that started from her you know that uh led me to playing and my love of music and my love of baseball and sorry guys we're we're getting
1: we're 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 getting a little uh sentimental we both lost uh people close to us here recently so anyways here we go game one The Braves tried to give this away. Oh, they really did. Just like they always do. But Will Smith... uh, Okay, well, uh, are we going to go backwards? Will Smith shut things down for once. And I was scared because it's the Nats. They've seen Will Smith 100,000 times at this point. They've come back against him before. Pretty sure they took the lead against him and won a game against him at Truist Park uh, a couple road trips ago, maybe? Yeah, that's
0: actually correct. We were... uh...
1: You'd have to check me on that. But, no, I
0: believe you're correct because I remember that game.
1: Well, and not just that. They just know. And and I feel like the Nats are kind of having uh, the effect that – because right now they're 10th in OPS and several, uh, like, batting stats in the league right now since the All-Star break. So that shows me that they're in kind of like a Cubs situation where uh, they're playing guys that are hungry. They're not, you know, they've got their new rookies coming up. Ruiz, number one prospect for the Dodgers when he's traded. They got uh, Gray, who's been pitching well. He he had a little bit of a stinker his last time out, or the time before that out. But, I mean, ultimately, he's going to be, you know, he's
0: going to be solid. He's going to torment us. Well, I got to say their greatest loss, though, is uh, Turner. You know, most people oh, say yeah. Mad Max, but. Turner was a brave killer, bro. He really, yeah. really stuck it to us. Every chance he got
1: just, just imagine. See, th- this is the same way I think about the Mets, uh, with the Nats. Okay. When you seen after they won that world series, they were going to give a contract to somebody. They made a lot of money during that series. Uh, this was before COVID. So they still had uh, world series tickets, stadium field. They were going to give somebody a big contract and they gave it to a pitcher that's already in a vulnerable situation instead of Rendon, which even if Rendon's having a bad year, like, uh, obviously, you're going to give the 10-year 260, 200, whatever it was, deal to the position player who's going to be around and productive for eight to ten years before
0: Strasburg. And and, and, and I want you to think about that because – while he had a dominant, dominant season that year, right? Look at every other they season. They ran him into the ground. Well, no, look at it every season before that. The man is injury-prone as heck. Well, and, yeah. and, it, he can never really go the full 162, brother. He What he does is he falters towards the end most of the time. The World Series year was a...
1: Yeah, well, you've seen yeah, well, you seen what they were capable of doing when he was able to push them, and he was a stud instead of Max Scherzer. I mean, Max Scherzer uh, could barely uh, put on his own jersey the day he woke up and pitched. What was it, Game Seven, I believe against against the Astros? I'm pretty sure it was Game Seven that he pitched. And I mean, uh, damn, Max Scherzer is one of my all time favorite
0: players. That's not a brave. Honestly, the man's amazing. He's uh, he's timeless. It's kind of like uh, he's just an old school bad badass
1: baseball. Oh, definitely, player. definitely. He brings the intens- intensity. Um, we we watched that baseball doesn't exist video. Which guys, surely, if for some reason you're listening to us, you've definitely have found that you've definitely found that channel by now. Watch
0: every episode they've ever put out, please. It is truly, truly, truly amazing. I mean, I'm I'm in awe of, of the content on there. But last week, you weren't with me, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, really missed you on that, bud. But because uh, you could have kept me in check. Uh, I did make a few mistakes. Uh, the number of suspensions, Rodriguez, and the contract, the rookie contract, yeah.
1: Well with the rookie contract um uh, we we looked it back up. I think you said it was 3 million or so when it was 3 years 1.2 1.5 it was one basically one and a half for 3 years for but like I said and, and nobody cares that you um got that off by that little amount but well you I, also I said that, that it, he had a 5 year 260 million dollar contract it was a his first real big contract with the Rangers. It was 10 years, 260 around that area. But um yeah, e- either way, uh, the thing that I found most amusing about that whole conversation when we had it was learning, and this was from Baseball Doesn't Exist as well, learning that A-Rod wasn't going to sign with the Rangers. He was going to sign with the Mets except for he demanded the moon and he thought he was going to get the I don't know, like uh, Ronaldo, Messi, LeBron James, uh, uh, Michael. I mean, just he he thought he was going to get that type of treatment. Wanted his own jet, wanted his own private box and office at uh, Shea Stadium at the time. He literally
0: wanted a guy to feed him.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's some Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby had people, he didn't have people feed him, but he had people um, before shows sit down at a table and watch him eat like a power move. I'm yeah, not sure. But it reminded me. It, Of course, Alex Rodriguez isn't Bill Cosby, I hope. But uh, yeah, the same power move type weird shit. Well, I don't know.
0: Like I was saying in the previous podcast, which, like I said, would have been great to have you on. Uh, when NC Nick didn't really understand the concept of the game, he played a Little League. We played up a little higher. And the main thing about that is. Yeah, you can have a fierce rivalry with someone, right? But there are certain rules of the game that you just don't, um, you know, it's uncouth.
1: And, and not to mention rivalry is like a kind of grounded in respect. Like, there's no rivalry unless you respect your opponent to a certain extent.
0: Well, I, when I would Or play, else it
1: wouldn't be, you. you wouldn't think nothing of them. If not, it wouldn't be a rivalry. Well, whenever we would, uh,
0: whenever we would play our rivals, uh, there was one specific team, the Golden Lions, and one of their pitchers. We had been rivals since we were, you know, in little league. We couldn't stand each other. I mean, and it all started when uh, he—I hit a home run off of him, and he threw at me. So, what's the rule of thumb back in the day? someone throws at you you wait till they're in the box so
1: that or that or the guy on the mound for you whether you're you know your pitcher or not yeah.
0: does it for you but it, but yeah, I'll, I I'll, mean, I'll put it this way they're in that instance it got so bad they wouldn't pitch us against each other because they knew what we we're gonna do heck we got tossed from uh one game both of us
1: yeah, see, I never took offense to it, because uh, when I wasn't pitching, I, I was constantly just a catcher, pitching, and then when I wasn't pitching, they would put me right back behind the plate, catching, and I was hit so often, whether it be somebody doing it intentional. Uh, it, that was back in Little League, where, uh, or not Little League, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old, and during that time, Runners coming around third would nail you harder than guys in the major leagues get hit now. I, I remember being uh, knocked unconscious and looking up and seeing the ball in my glove and thinking, oh, okay, he's out, but you know, I, I still got to get up and play the rest of this game. Yeah. Stuff like that. But so I, mean, I, but- I never felt offended uh, if somebody hit me because I was thinking, oh, that's a free base. Uh, I'm getting beat up behind the plate every single inning, basically. Broke fingers, still catching stuff like that. I mean, but anyways, nobody wants to hear, no about, our, hear about our it. our, our uh, yeah yeah our fucking illustrious uh, oh yeah yeah our you illustrious know, careers. Here. Yeah yeah. But but I'm, so,
0: my whole point with the whole entire
1: we started all that. talking about a rod. Well, so where I'm, do we I'm get getting, from I'm that? Getting, I'm getting okay. Right.
0: So in certain instances, things are done in retribution. What my whole point was, even with a rival, there's still that respect there. This man respected nothing. He had no respect for the game, himself, or humanity in general. <laughs> humanity. Yeah, he's
1: a genocidal maniac. <laughs> uh, Not nah, a genocidal nah. maniac, oh, but a yeah. uh, giant douchebag. that
0: humanity as if, as if he's harmed us all. If, if but- you seriously want someone to feed you, you have no respect for humanity. I, I can see that, yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay. But, um,
1: yeah, was, y- you guys in y'all's podcast talked about him knocking the ball uh, out of the, uh, I think it was Bronson Arroyo. I could it was be wrong. Bronson Arroyo, for sure. Uh, it was the Red Sox. Yeah, point. Red and Sox, Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo. And that was as 2004
0: ALCS target. Championship. That's what kind of turned that one around. It turned it turned it around
1: uh, 2004 ALCS is Red Sox won that
0: exactly and okay that so it turned it around for the, for the Red Sox it, but yeah, was that they were down 3 yeah they were down 3-0 and that Damn. game right there they came back
1: see now I'm thinking about the Braves and I'm mad again yeah I know right
0: uh, but I'll put it this way
1: that was the, one of the best uh, Major League Baseball series that will ever take place. I completely agree
0: with that because... But I wonder
1: what would happen if replay would have been available then, how different that series might have played out. Not that there's one or two plays that I've got in my head specifically that I, I would say and should be checked, but just in general... I, Like we were saying the other day, I think there's a lot of World Series and people that would have never got to the World Series if replay would have been there. If you could stop calls at first and third base where it's close and you know you're safe, stuff like that.
0: But here's my thing. Like the Braves-Yankees series. In in 96. 96, dude. Yes. And that was, I swear the umps were paid off.
1: But. That we we were screwed badly in that, but there was also a um, there was also a choke choking going on there. No, I agree. I agree with it. I mean, uh, no matter what the ump's plan yeah. plan is for you, it's still a baseball game, and and you're up. Uh, I forget it the score uh, It was two. 0 oh. I know we were up two oh at one point, but uh, same with the Dodgers. I
0: mean. No, I admit it. We were up three one. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and all we had to do was put up one game, and mm-hmm. then you had you had that amazing performance by Mentor, uh, three yeah, innings. Yeah. I mean, this guy so, actually. We,
1: okay, so we were talking about that the other day. Like, um, if you had to do a bull uh, a bullpen game, uh, obviously every um, every reliever that comes into Major League Baseball expects to be a starter. So why not? Some of these guys that show some potential, like we obviously need the bullpen pieces. There's no denying that
0: we need a long reliever. We can't but, rely on Tomlin
1: anymore. You no, know, Tomlin is a coach. He's not a player at this point.
0: Chavez has actually looked pretty good, uh, long reliever wise, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's he, he uh, he's definitely better than Tomlin. But you know what I mean? We I I feel like Santana or whatever. I, look, we need AJ Minter in the pen period i I won't change my mind about that but just like uh last year they let him loose for three innings to start the game in like a bullpen game shut them down they they let him do that because they knew he was a starter and it makes you think like uh guys like aj minner that come into the game and they'll walk the first batter something like that or or you know, just a little bit off the rails it makes you wonder how far they could go and how well they could do once they get settled in and actually start pitching the game. But you got to stretch guys out for that. It's, you can't just bring guys in and say, Hey, you're starting tomorrow. You've been relieving
0: for three years, well, you know? What I mean? So no, and I agree with you on that. Um, but talking about the pen, <clears throat> um, they moved Smiley to the pen right yeah not yet well they're going to and that's honestly I'm up. sorry but I don't think it's a great idea it's not gonna work out um he doesn't have pin stuff he, he has long
1: pen. reliever stuff he does but even that's kind of look. Questionable. I don't think we um I I realize how hittable he looked last time out but I also don't think we can um uh, we need to give up on him this year this quickly on giving us six, seven innings at least, at least until the playoffs. Because I mean, uh, he's the perfect fifth, fourth, fifth starter for a contending team throughout a regular season. He gives you uh, five, six, seven innings of maybe three earned run ball, sometimes less. He went through a period where he has given us uh, two run runs less through then, six innings, and then
0: a couple that uh, he didn't give up anything. Yeah, well, he got hit 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 hard by the Dodgers, of course, of and that's course. a given because they they're uh, very disciplined bats. Okay, well they're going to uh, make you work that count.
1: Okay, well I guess here's the well, here's the thing though the Dodgers' biggest enemy is left handed soft tossing guys like that, and they crushed him around. So it makes you think, okay. Um Smiley is going to be in assume we're making the playoffs we'll just take that assumption right there Um, assume we make the playoffs he's going to be in that playoff roster where does he fit because he's not a come out of the bullpen type guy unless we're down uh, 6 nothing, in this second inning then we bring him in or something like that because it couldn't get no worse but where does he fit, does he start games in the playoffs?
0: Well here, here's the way I look at it. You look at his record, right? Yeah. E or a record, you know that doesn't no, necessarily no, no. tell that the story. That does not necessarily tell the story. But the Braves have actually had decent success when the man's on the mound.
1: Yes, because he keeps
0: them to a certain
1: extent. He keeps guys yeah.
0: Now, when he is not going up against uh some of these teams like the Dodgers and, you know, people that uh are more have a better plate discipline that like to make you pitch, make you use pitches to where about the fourth you're at 89 pitches. Yeah, yeah. He's had better success. but See, that's that's the
1: way Ian Anderson was the other day, and that, that was against the Rockies. And we know the Rockies at home are a different animal than the Rockies away, and we're about to find that out because we've got a series coming up at home against them.
0: And I'm also wanting you to think about this. Every game that we played against the Rockies, we should have won.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we went two and for games, four, but we, we took the lead right towards the end of game three, gave it away. We can sh- say should have won, and yes, we should have. But <laughs> you know the deal. I mean, should have, would have, fucking could have. You know, yeah. I mean. But it, here, here's, here's the thing with the ENA. At least the Phillies didn't gain no ground during that time. I was worried
0: that was going to happen, actually. Yeah. Um, well they were playing the Marlins their kryptonite. That is true actually. Yeah. But I will say this about Anderson. When he came off the DL, he looked good. He has he's had one bad start, man. Yeah. I'm not going to uh, judge him because it, uh, in his
1: first game who uh, did, who did we put who did uh he pitched against in his first game? Uh, Was it the Giants? It, I don't think. No, in the Giants. Well that's the last team we played before we headed out. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know, but um he looked good against the Yankees. He it pitched might, against the Yankees actually. We lost both of those games. We won the game we pitched uh Ian Anderson in, the I think so uh, he, uh, he pitched it, against the Giants look, what, at home. Look, what what happened is it, he pitched against the Giants at home, I believe. Either way, whatever he whoever he played, he pitched 5 6 uh quick innings because he was getting Contact, low, ground balls. He was letting the defense do the job. And you can do that in places like Truist a lot better than you can at uh, Coors Field. Most of those. You uh, can't do that at all at Coors
0: Field, period. No, because. You can't pitch
1: for contact because a fly ball is
0: a home run. I mean, you look at how easy uh, Blackman hit that ball. Yeah. He didn't even have a power swing on it, you just knew it was gone when it hit that bat. Yeah, well there was a couple there was a couple like that uh, and that is
1: fun if you were more familiar with Coors Field that would be fun
0: but uh no, yeah, I want to get kind of back to point Smiley point on one thing because I was thinking about a point here what okay so Tukey's really stepped it up this year Tookie, yeah, if yeah he he's get, been up and down if he gets out of the third inning unscathed and he doesn't have that mm. one big blow up like Okay, the error in that inning—he's got really, the stuff. Really messed he, him up. He yeah. pulled a Mike fulton You can't, you can't pitch him in the playoffs. No, That's you the can't. Side of the so, pen. What I want you to think about this: so he's a
1: long man. Yes, but okay, I would also so Smiley I would, might have to make a spot start if it's against guys that make sense in a ballpark that makes sense, not the Dodgers at the uh, ravine latrine.
0: Yeah, I hate that. Place. You know what
1: I mean? Like a. And that's uh, – like I was telling you earlier, if we played – we beat the Dodgers two out of three. Uh, they were a different team during during July or June, whenever we faced them. But we were a massively different team back then. Oh, yeah, we were. Then. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it, I think it – I think if we would have played the Dodgers at home, we would at least snuck out one win. Maybe could have done more. I mean, we done – we still hit against them. We still done well. Uh, Our bullpen just wasn't affected
0: against them. That's the big thing. Well, I want you to also think, though, um, I was saying about Tukey and Smiley. Okay, so Tukey, yeah, he's had some time with the major leagues. uh, But the main thing with him is, like I said, a lot like um, Fulton It's It's a mental thing. And when something goes wrong, then it spirals and he can't get out of the jam
1: you can si- kind of say that about Yanoa as well not yet because you can't quite you can kind of tell it on his face like uh, when he starts getting base runners and they will be like one he'll make one uh hanging mistake that'll be a home run and they will take the lead and, and it might be the sixth inning and he's only gave up three runs but you know uh to him, that that's a problem. That's why he broke his hand in, in a, a start that wasn't even that bad. Well,
0: once again, like I said, um, with Tuki, he's young. Smiley can kind of take the abuse because he's used to getting a little. Uh, we, we can't warning. afford abuse anymore, though. That's my point. Uh, so I, no, what so, I'm saying is he can he can take it. His mind, his his psyche, can handle it better. Then yeah. Chuki because Okay,
1: well if we're in a playoff game and the first couple uh in the first game, say it's six nothing in the second inning, uh, with whoever's starting. Then we put Smiley in so that in game two our starters are still func or our relievers are still functional. But other than that I don't see and unless, like I said, it's the perfect storm for Smiley with the perfect uh, lineup facing in a perfect ballpark, then I don't see us throwing him out there in, you know, a game three the, or game four. The only
0: thing is, and, and I do understand getting tired of a pitcher who's been in the league for a long time getting being so inconsistent. But I just don't think right now is the time to pull him. It wasn't the perfect time to pull him out of the rotation. Well, we've not necessarily
1: pulled him out of the rotation. I talked about the question marks being in the air, which means they're considering other options, but we've not necessarily pulled him yet. He's going to make one or more starts before this is over. I promise
0: you that. But like I said earlier when we were discussing him coming out of the pen, you're right. He does not have pinned stuff. He has long reliever. Um, he has games over already stuff. Yeah, pretty much. But can
1: be effective in the right scenario. That's Correct. the difference. Yes. Correct. Which makes me wonder about the Brewers. Do so, uh, you
0: think going against the Brewers he'd actually be a... I don't know. Star? I don't
1: know. And, and and it also comes down to which stadium we're playing at when he starts. And... Um, I've not looked at the bre- at the Brewers lineup of late, but for some reason I have a feeling that their lineup is over a little bit overproducing. When um, I feel like the Braves got definitely the bat advantage over the Brewers. The Brewers just happen to have those aces on the mound. Those they, three aces. They definitely have and, that. And the bullpen, too. And Peter, they've got some young Josh guys Hayes, like dude. Ashby. and They've got some young guys that can come in. I mean, Adelaide they do, too. but I, I think bat-wise we have the advantage. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to have to, like I said, uh, their pitching is good enough to where we're going to have to squeak across three, four runs a game and keep them with our – above average pitching keep them to barely nothing based on their lineup and it's
0: all going to come down to if they're hot or not at the right time same with us well i'm going to say this if we went and played them with the new lineup we have i think i like our chances we we
1: did play a series against them with our newer lineup, not the developed, not the lineup that's developed the way it is now with Rosario stuff like that. And we've talked about it, uh, guys. Okay, let us ask this: What what would make you happy for this off season? Signing Freddie a week after the season ends. And then I want us to pick up Duvall's $7 million option. That's a given. We got to have him. And then I want us to see. Here's the thing Jock has a mutual option. So I, I'm not sure. I think mutual options uh, gives both sides a chance to decide whether they want them or not.
0: Jock has basically said he wants to be there. And I'm he sure he does. I he don't wants want them to pick that option up. Okay. Well, unless it's.
1: Uh, uh, for the price, I don't want him want them to do that, because they let Duvall go last year over three uh, million. Uh, over, yeah. yeah, so I, I think they exactly. learned their lesson on that, and they're gonna save him. But that'll be extra outfield depth. Outside of that, they're only gonna sign one of like Jock, Soler, Rosario. Hopefully, two, because I think we can get Soler for like uh. a one year six the four to six million dollars, like prove it. And because he's only had one season where he was spectacular, uh, he's, not, home runs he's not like he's actually. not like Marcel or Josh Donaldson, where they come up and like, Hey, I hit 50 something home runs before, which was Soler nearly did. Mm-hmm. He they just don't have the pedigree. And the way he's, I think we're going to be able to sign him for good. And I would rather us, if we're going to sign Rosario or somebody, I'd rather us, or sign Rosario rosario over
0: picking up uh peterson's option i'm gonna say that i disagree with you on that for one reason and rosario is a better hitter than peterson maybe so but guess who's more clutch i don't know No, i'll I'll take a clutch player well look we might
1: not get neither one who and and who literally grabs somebody else and has
0: ripped us a new one in the playoffs
1: yeah. I mean, oh, he, no, he, he no, rips everybody a new well, one in the playoffs. Well, we're going to find out, hopefully, if, if that's how he feels in the playoffs this year, too. But there's just something. About, I, don't know, I Sol- don't know.
0: Solar is is, is amazing.
1: Sol- Solar is the prime candidate to come back and have a, a 35 homer, uh, 100 RBI, uh, maybe batting 265 a uh, walk a decent bit type season next year who knows but especially uh being around players like who the braves are the braves team is automatically you know pumps the team up but anyways guys we're about to be right back with a word from anchor
0: hey guys welcome back we hope you enjoyed that uh ad from our sponsor as always we love being brought to you by anchor and uh we're grateful for them getting it out to different platforms for us, for you guys to listen. Hunter, I'm going to say this, uh, and we can wrap up the Braves conversation here. Personally, you were talking about what we would like to see in the offseason. What I'd like to see is a deal with Freeman get done before the offseason. That way, all the fans are not holding their breaths trying to figure out what's going on. Speaking of that, uh, yeah. though, uh Mainly, my thing is that we probably. I'm very happy we got Morton re signed for next year. I don't think we have the staff yet to. It's always good to have that type of veteran, no matter
1: what staff you got. And we've seen Freed struggles, and we've seen the Andersons. Uh, I think he's gonna bounce back and and, and be good. I think his next start's gonna be okay. He was just pitching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's his first actual full year of pitching that many games. And he's not even gotten actually a full season because of the injury. Yeah, so um, he has the stuff. No, no, I know he does. But he, like I said earlier, he's starting to uh, remind me kind of like of of what Soroka might be like, a little bit too reliant on. Um, on people putting the ball in play, people, you know, uh, your infielders, Dancy Swanson, Austin Riley, uh, Aussie Albies, getting the guy, you know, nothing gets by that infield unless the shift is on and the worst thing ever happens. A ball gets uh, rolled right by a
0: position where somebody normally stands. Well, speaking about the shift here, and this is my issue, while sometimes I'd say 70% of the time it's accurate, there is a better yeah, way to yeah. put that shift on it just without sucks. leaving so it much real really estate. It just really
1: sucks when it's not. Yeah, well, I, I just feel like with so, you just got to pick your guys. If it's Joey Gallo coming up, you know where to stand 99% of the time. That's where he's going to hit it. But say, uh, if you're an opponent of Freddie Freeman, your shift, it, it, even if you move over a little bit, you should still have, you know, like a, so he can't hit it up the middle, because you know, a lot of times uh, hitting straight up the middle that used to be a base hit. It's not now. No, it's not. okay. If you're if you if Freddie Freeman's up to bat, you cover that middle hole, but that should be the shortstop's job. The um, the the uh Ozzy should be around where Austin Riley's been playing, uh, right behind Freddie Freeman. That, you know, that rover spot, kind of no, like, just yeah. rover, yes, rover, wherever that. the balls get
0: hit. But there are ways to run That's I'm over. <laughs> there's a way yeah, yeah, to minimize know. the damage if the shift's beat. I
1: mean, if it goes right, if you're Freddie Freeman and you hit it right down the uh, third baseline, then, okay, you beat the shift. But it shouldn't be so ex- exaggerated with somebody who can hit the ball over especially for the outfield too cuz that's how you mess around and you know I mean I don't know uh, cuz the statistics obviously tell the story and we've watched the Braves defense do so well at it. Well that's very true. It, it just it really stings when it doesn't work out but yeah I mean but, that's baseball. Okay so makes sense. I definitely have got to say I just hate it happening on the show. I'm playing a video game don't no, my, I, I hit a ball into the gap. Why is the CPU teleporting into the gap to catch the ball? It, it is unreal. It's hard to hit in that game. <laughs> and you heck? do get
0: cheated. But no, it's easy it's a fun to game. hit, but it's, a fun it's still game. It's, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. But let me put it this way. So we, we are into that whole entire situation of, like I was saying, bringing back a veteran. Great idea. More, yeah. Yeah, because of. We don't know what we're going to get. when 20 we get a back. lot, of the
1: but I feel like we had to give him 20 million to be able to convince him even to care to pitch another year. Pretty much. Because I mean, he he's I feel like he's perfectly happy with going home and being with his family. Well, yeah. And, and he was before think about it in in 2007 17 uh when he won the astros the Astros Asterisk World Series. He uh he was contemplating retirement at that point, and you know uh I think he's uh, made sixty mils since then since he before that he didn't ha- he wasn't nowhere near worth that
0: much. Well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna he's pitched forever. I'm gonna say this about the Astros the the factor that yeah they knew the signs. Okay, you still have to be able to hit that ball.
1: That, yeah, that's that's you. But that's the same see, argument you would does, say about no,
0: steroids. No, but it also takes the guessing out of which pitch is going to be thrown. So yeah, which is uh,
1: yeah. If you're a big league hitter and and, uh, and you know it's coming. Yeah, it's uh, and especially somebody like Scherzer. If you know what which uh, in 2019, I'm not sure they were doing that. That was just an example, but Scherzer, if he's got a 96, 97 mile an hour fastball coming at you and you know it's either that or a change-up, yeah, that mass... Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no way to... Think of how good somebody like Freddie Freeman would know if if, if, if he could read minds out on the mound. Okay, like, so basically... Or, or if, if he
0: knows it's coming to a sweet spot, it's out. Because, heck, if it comes to a sweet spot... Right, either that or it's a pop-up.
1: Anyways. Either that or it's a pop-up. Like, uh... Or it might would cause people to try too hard. I don't know. Yeah, that's true, too. Either way, the Dodgers probably should have won that World Series, even if the Astros were the better team. That's what's crazy.
0: They were a great team. They were a great team. They didn't need to cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that... Uh, They're never going to get an excuse for me on that. I, I will say this. It, it's not the same thing as PEDs. No, it's way it, worse. It is... It is really a contamination of the game
1: because peds were was more spread out peds was spread out across the league it wasn't like i mean you may have had a couple teams that were just juiced to the gills but it was mostly individuals on you know a spread of different teams it wasn't just you know exactly wasn't one souped up mega team that you know i mean even the yankees back then like yeah maybe some of them was on something but it i I'm trying to think of who would have been. Oh, I mean, eventually, they got Roger Clemens and all that. Oh, Clemens. Um, was he there during 2009 when they won it? They yes. had A-Rod, and he was juiced up during 2009. Uh, Clemens was I, juiced I'm up. I'm thinking of the it earlier was, it championships. Was
0: Pettit and Clemens that were juicing. Yeah.
1: And I, I, oh, yeah, Pettit. Okay, Pettit, Clemens, A-Rod. So they had
0: some juicers towards the end of that stretch for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I will say this. In in regards to it, there you have to have a respect for the game. Like I spoke about A Rod earlier, no respect for the game when you are over here banging a trash can, and that's still in the signs. I mean, how can you feel good about winning,
1: uh, about winning at all like that? Uh, it, that's when it comes down to the money. The franchise feels good. The city feels good. And also, it was also suspicious that the hurricane hit and, um, that that exact same year in Houston and tore Houston apart, and they just happened to win the World Series like a month later. It did seem very fairytale-esque. And I, I wonder if that played any part into them deciding to do that.
0: I, I, I can't speak to it, but I will say they had the team to win it. Well, they done
1: it before. The, actually, they they were doing it before the hurricane, so I can't say that the hurricane played a decision into it.
0: But it it also it just worked out weird. It, it, yeah, it did. It, and the thing is, I have a great deal of respect for the Red Sox organization. Uh, they've been I, accused and been no, caught. already, all, too. That's no, I'm thing. saying no. I'm saying that was under Cora. If that had been under Terry Francona, would have never done that. He would have never disrespected the game. Tito loves the game too much to disrespect it in that. Yeah, aspect.
1: but it, sometimes in the in the locker room, things might not always be in their hands, especially it, just certain groups of players. Who knows? Like especially like Carlos Beltran was involved in the twenty seventeen. Oh, I suppose, know that, but I mean, you know, I mean, uh, he probably. Put, and the Mets hired him for like three weeks before fucking all this came out, and that, that's hilarious. Well, and the, and the funny part, the about Mets that are is, hilarious. They're never ending hilarious quotes. Oh
0: no, no, no. I want you. They to may
1: like, even beat us and get to the postseason.
0: Who who knows? But they're still hilarious, and nobody's you, ever. Uh, you want to think about something even funnier? Beltron scandal, right? And then their GM got uh caught for that uh, sexual in that reporter How
1: about sandy uh their GM and and a couple of their players out the other day after um uh, okay this you know the all the boo thing well be, you you know it, yeah the, boo- the booing scandal whatever you want to call it right after that um jave Baez there's a base hit he's on base he scores the winning run. Mets win uh, I'm pretty sure this was the first of a two game uh, you know doubleheader. Yeah. so after that after the night's over and everything they have the GM out there searching for uh, for Javi Baez's diamond that he lost when he slid in the home base and yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's uh, <laughs> that so stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and he's not the first one to do that. Uh, I think uh, it was T.O. I read, uh, or after I'd seen that. I looked into it a little bit more. I think T.O., one of those, uh, one football player, went swimming, lost a diamond, and paid a whole, like, uh, crew of scuba divers. It was Terrell it Owens. It was Terrell Owens. It sounds like a Terrell Owens thing. I but mean, he's but comical. I, I love Terrell Owens. He's anyone, funny as, okay. as he gets here's the thing here's my point in all this bias right he might fit perfectly in the long run in new york and he's going to be a good player he's going to be a good defensive player for a couple years who knows how long that lasts but the thing is there's a metric shit ton of good free agents about to enter the market okay they gave away a top prospect for him so, just like Lindor, even though it wasn't nearly the same package, they're going to feel some need to, like, sign him to something. They're going to pay money to sign for somebody this offseason. I hope it's Lindor over the other big options they could do. Well, Lindor's already got his contract. Not right? Lindor, Baez. Baez, yes. So, if Baez, say, um, say he's not worth the $250 he thinks he is, say he gets 150 hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five. Good. That I want the Mets keep jacking that payroll. I want the up. Mets paying that much for that type of players. It's not that I uh, the bias is an upgrade to the Mets. There's no denying that. Oh, it, that's true. Yeah, but they're gonna pay somebody and they're gonna get big players. Let it be him that they spend on.
0: Absolutely, but here's the thing: when you when you look at all this, the I mean I I, I got to give the credit to the Yankees. A 13 game winning streak was impressive. They've cooled off too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they I think they
1: lost 5 in a row. Maybe five, yeah, maybe then and, and they're down to a slim uh slim lead for the first spot in the wild card, them and Boston, Tampa well, AL, uh, it's AL East is yeah. three different teams that's, you know, going to yeah, be in the playoff. It. It, if it ends today, the, they're all in the playoffs. Yeah. And Boston looked like they were free fall, and then you get Chris Sale back, and he's just literally sailing. Uh, sailing. Should, uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris Sale's a monster out there, and well, his arm angle's unbeatable. Like, you just can't pick up on that.
0: Now, I did want to broach this with you. Uh, so, you know – last year Chris Martin was fantastic yeah and uh if you notice something once the spider tech rule went into effect it's a possibility yeah oh it's more than a possibility he dropped off so so much yeah that it uh whether it was spider tech who knows but the
1: uh, pitchers had a lot of different little things they were using And, yeah, I mean, I I feel like probably half the pitchers in the game or a little bit less than half had to go back to, you know, cold turkey from something, even if it wasn't something as crazy as spider jack.
0: Well, I mean, like I said, um, I'm a proponent of a little bit of uh, rosin and daggum sunscreen or some rosin and some sweat. Chris Martin can still –
1: switch things up and still be an effective pitcher, though, I believe.
0: But let's look at it as this. We had Shane Green last year, dominant, right? We had yeah, it Martin, dominant.
1: He, there was never a time that Shane Green pitched where you didn't look at him, or, or even as a future amateur player, you didn't look at him and think, he looks hittable up there. Like, you know, if it wasn't for that last-minute movement – he looks hittable, especially when he first came to the Braves and his first couple outings were horrendous. I was like, oh, they "Damn, were it, bad. it just looks like an eighty-eight mile an hour fastball kind of floating up there." And then you started to see where his use came in. You started to see two seam and cutters like starting to move in back door or front door cutters right at people's feet, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I think we gave up on him a little too early, especially when we still had um, Tomlin to let go of. We should have let Tomlin go. Our our pitchers have learned a lot from him. I really like Josh Tomlin, but uh, yeah, you keep Green over Tomlin and try to let them get
0: past and learn past the sticky uh ban, and if I mean, that's the case, I mean, agreed. But here's my thing with the way Martin's pitching. I mean, right now he's on the DL, anyways. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I l, My yeah. apologies. Uh, I've watched baseball so long, it's hard to change it from DL the to DL IL. Still, Yeah, but anyways. so
1: Just like there's no such how, thing as Truist can, Park, it's SunTrust Park. It's and SunTrust and Park. And I, I
0: still think Turner Field. So. I mean, personally, we were there that last year. Turner was open. Yeah. And that was magic, dude. And Yeah, and that, that didn't was magic, seem bro. that long ago. But I will say this. Uh... If he gets back healthy, do you think there's a fit in that rotation? Do you think his confidence so shook what? that we can H- who are actually we- put him back in situations and high leverage? Uh, are you talking about Tom? I'm, no, no. I'm who are you talking about again? Oh, Martin. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, because
1: he can be worked with and figure things out. He, he's got... He's got some. He's got the stuff. He can figure that out. Especially, uh, like I said, I think we should have kept Shane Green to figure it out, much less. But with Shane Green, he had to be perfect to be good. If there, if there's anything missing from his movement, then he's gonna get hit hard. Well, Martin, and that's kind of how fucking. Uh, Ian Anderson feels at times and even though Soroka the way he was there was times to where when that it just comes down to when that for certain guys when that ball's not moving like it should it's gonna get barreled up even
0: great guys so I mean I mean I'm down with you on that but uh I guess the way I'm gonna look at it is um once again I'm so glad to have you back man This this has been uh this has been fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this is... Uh,
1: yeah, we're we trying to get it to where uh, we can have some remote episodes now so uh, we can start making more content without having to necessarily be uh, right beside each other and we can do it over the phone, do it over the li- online, stuff like that. We're experimenting a little bit. I mean, quite honestly, it's always
0: more fun when we we're just hanging out. but
1: Yeah, it's definitely more fun when we're hanging out. But, but to um, get
0: content out more and on time would actually be probably better if we can get the remote thing going
1: yeah and here's the thing we're gonna have to uh put this on youtube just so we can get some uh for whoever's out there listening just so we can get some feedback and um see what uh because we're gonna move on and try to turn this into something else and we'd like to hear you know what you guys think what we should uh do next with this so I
0: mean for me obviously obviously I mean we're gonna keep talking about the Braves it's what we do yeah yeah. but but we can spread that out but we can always spread it out and the factor is we uh we enjoy baseball not just the Braves
1: yeah we are
0: fans of the game
1: yeah not to mention uh we could uh maybe make a twitch and uh stream the show
0: well that's actually what I was gonna I was gonna mention about I uh did a little uh video for the new thing that i was talking about doing with you the tarnation thing tar hill football basketball that deal and uh i, li- I liked how uh, streamlabs did it and they will actually distribute it out to youtube and all that stuff and we could do some lives
1: yeah but like i said uh that that's not my expertise. Uh, Neither is I. I I'm going to be uh, looking towards something else, baseball or uh, Twitch streaming here soon. But uh, yeah, just hang around, and I think uh, what we maybe do, what we may do next is uh, maybe try to do some live streams on YouTube while the game's going on, and um, just somebody to watch the game with and uh commentate with and maybe chat with in the chat with us and uh yeah, yeah i think that's uh what we plan to do next or at you, least what i plan to do
0: you'll probably see us get a little animated during a game uh, oh oh yeah yeah definitely drinking during the game definitely uh having some fun but that's our plan guys yeah. anyways and, uh, on the next episode we're, we're actually going to talk more about our predictions of how we think things are going to Kind of uh, end up season ending predictions, you know. Well, yes, regular season ending predictions.
1: Next time we talk, we should know more about uh, the wild card, which uh, San Diego
0: and San- Cincinnati as both it's, it's even. Crazy. They're both even. So uh, no, right now they're actually. Uh, I-, I think it, we know, just. D- looked I-, I looked at it. San Diego's got uh, like a half game.
1: Okay. Well. Either way. Yeah, San Diego's got to get their starting pitching back. And and like I said, uh, I, I, I was thinking the Blue Jays were a little bit more dead than they are when actually they're only two games back. And uh, Seattle's only Seattle's going to be fun next year. They're fun
0: this year. I kind of want to see them make a run on it. I, I really they, like if Seattle. If they squeaked into that wild card, it be insane. But anyways. The Blue Jays would do
1: it before them because their offense is just – Ridiculous! No, it is ridiculous. They, they've got Barrios. They got him next year. Dude, next took, year, they're gonna be great. They took it, and to they've us got money bad. to spend. Sm- they oh spanked yeah, spanked us like we were five year old children. Yeah, and but that was before uh, our team changed. But they still yeah. were unreal against
0: us. But Hunter, anyways, it's been fun, dude. And uh, let's let's try to make it to where menu uh, get it more out and uh, everything else.
1: Yeah, it's about to become a more regular thing, and we're about to
0: let you guys in on some new stuff. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Y'all have a good night. Peace.